And welcome to The Sporty Scoop, a podcast made by Queen students for Queen students and all things sport on campus and in the wider sports arena. My name is Tiana Kelly, I'm a second year PPE student and I also play for the Queen's ladies football team. Today we have quite a packed show, we have not one but two Queen's clubs. We are very lucky to have the Ultimate Frisbee Club and the QB Wakeboarding Club here joining us to chat a bit about their sport. I also have our lovely panel as always, Laura McCann and Mark McKillen, as we talk a bit about the weekend sport and Northern Ireland crashing out of the Euros. Anyway, let's get going with the show. First up today, we have the QB Ultimate Frisbee Club. Um, we have Oshin Skinner here, uh, the captain from the club. Oshin, it's great to have you. Thanks for having me on. Um, it's great to have you in the show, your first, first club um, here. Austin, why don't you just introduce yourself, tell us a bit about you, um, about what course uh, you're studying and how you got involved with Ultimate Frisbee. Cool. Uh, my name is Austin Skindler, 25. I'm doing a PhD in bioinformatics in the School of Biological Science. Um, I suppose I got involved in Ultimate Frisbee back in my undergrad when I was uh, studying in uh, Trinity College. Um, I played ga, rugby, soccer, wow. you know, everything growing up. And yeah. when I was 19, I was sick of doing any of those uh, normal kind of sports, <laughs> so I was looking for something new. So uh, I went uh, to sign up for squash or the debating club in Trinity College. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, one day, my uh, one of my friends uh, from Donegal, one of the only other people who came up from Donegal to Trinity College, um, he asked me to come down to train in one of them. He's a bit shy. He wanted to, uh, played this new sport, so I came down with him, enjoyed the training session, yeah. went to another training session, was asked on the Thursday night if I'd go to Manchester with a beginner team wow, uh, to okay. a beginner tournament. <laughs> I was like, sure, why not? It'd be a good trip. Um, it was a good party tournament. Um, and uh, from then on, I've loved it since. And um, yeah, yeah uh, I think the first two Frisbee tournaments I went to were party tournaments. Before I realized people actually take it serious. And my team <laughs> to varsities, wasn't expecting the uh, intenseness people had. Wow, okay. And then eventually captain Trinley a few years later and now wow. I'm captain in Queens. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's probably <laughs> cool. that's how I keep well, going to it. Um, tell me a bit about like ultimate frisbee as a sport. I'm sure a lot of us here and a lot of listeners probably don't really know exactly how to even play it. So why don't you tell us the best format to play ultimate frisbee? Yeah, so I mean, my, probably my favourite uh, field to play it on is uh, grass outdoors. So that'd be seven aside um, mm -hmm. on each team. Uh, the aim of the game is to catch the frisbee disc in uh, the end zone of the opposition's side. Okay. Um, when you have the disc, you're not allowed to run with it, so you have to be passing the disc up the field to uh, your own players. Mm -hmm. It's a non-contact-ish sport. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, th th you're mainly trying to get the disc by blocking the person throwing the disc or um, interceptions. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so uh, it's played men's, women's, and probably one of uh, something that we try to encourage more up here in Belfast because uh, uh, it's mixed sport. Uh, mm -hmm. So you'd have four men and three women, or four men, uh, four women and three uh, men. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, actually, any other questions on the yeah. sport itself? Yeah. Um, I think I was just gonna like how 
does, is it like played in like halves or quarters or like how many minutes do you play a game? So uh, it's about 90 to 100 minutes of wow. the games. <laughs> it's an intense game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very intense game <laughs> and uh, you, you mainly play a tournament. So you'd have a Saturday, you play four games. Okay. A Sunday, you play four games. Um, but there'd be hard caps. So usually you won't lose by more than 15. So a lot of the time okay. it's the first team to get to 15. So if you're a really bad team playing a really good team, Worst case scenario, these fifteen nil. Okay. Um, so, okay. Uh, so yeah, games could be done in thirty minutes if you're. Uh, oh, right. okay, If okay. you're unlucky or if you're very lucky. Okay. Um, but uh, no, most tournaments, especially in intervarsities, you know, it's it's good for all levels. You play a couple of games at this on the on a Saturday. Let's say if we went to a tournament, you get seeded into your proper division, and then yeah. it's competitive from then on. Yeah, um, I think then that was sort of the question is like, how do you guys compete then? So there is intervarsity competition. Yes, we're, we're, we're uh, okay. Queens are competing in intervarsity. So uh, we would have two main indoor tournaments a year, or well, three. You'd have your men's, women's, and mixed indoors, mm -hmm. and then you'd have the same and outdoors uh, from January onwards. Um, indoors is a little different. It's five aside, okay. smaller court. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, we're doing indoor trainings. It's probably the one I would encourage most beginners to try at first because you don't have the aspect of wind to stop your throws. Okay. So oh, it's yeah, a lot easier to uh, yeah, throw. Yeah, but sense. come to outdoors. I love outdoors. Outdoors is my favorite to play. So that's the one I'd say is the best. It's a bigger field, probably soccer-sized field mm -hmm. uh, you play in. Um, yeah. um, is, it, is it like an easy sport to get involved in? I mean, you said like you played Gaelic and football and everything and then you just took it up, so. Uh, I would say in, in, in university, it's probably the easiest sport to, uh, the easiest team sport probably to get up because okay, most yeah. people who learn to play Frisbee start in university, so you won't have someone who's played 15 years. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, okay, of course, so yeah. So it's, it's definitely one of the easiest sports. Uh, like I never played Frisbee before I played. Mm -hmm. I know people who weren't very sporty who are now on uh, Irish teams wow, after okay. about seven years of hard work playing but yeah they they just worked at it so and it's it's also some of the techniques that you're using uh, when you're uh, you know it's it's ones that you wouldn't learn uh, when you're growing up so it's a, it's a lot different um mm -hmm. yeah okay cool and, uh, how have queens fared in their intervarsity competitions if you mm -hmm. had any success um i mean we're, we're i mean since i've been here we, we did win division two uh indoors mixed um last year okay cool year it was yes last year before um that was you know that, that was a good success i think that was us uh, seeded eighth overall in ireland uh, Queens in general, the last few years, are, I mean, it's up and down because of the people coming in and out of yeah, Queens. Um, so any yeah. any year you could end up being the best team. I'd say the best teams in Ireland probably done Cork mm -hmm. or uh, UL or I'm going to say Trinity. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, I mean, those kind of areas, uh, but they have a lot more development of their sport. They've okay. been playing a bit longer than uh, mm -hmm. up here in Belfast. And is there a bit of competition now though in the sense that you were the trinity captain and now you're the queen's captain like is that a bit of a tough game to ever play or uh, it's it's only i've only played um the trinity two team once i'm i think we won that game i'm okay. very I'm, I'm, i was very okay. smug about it um but i'm not sure how we would have fared if we played the first team um maybe in a couple of years mm -hmm. but um but yeah overall i mean ireland in general as a because there's international tournaments you try it um yeah, okay. and Internationally, Ireland are pretty good. Really? We have wow. the Irish women's team 
It's mm-hmm. probably our best team. They won European Championships there last year. Really? Wow. The Irish cool. Women's Player of the Year, or the European Women's Player of the Year, was an Irish woman named Sarah Melvin, mm-hmm. I think in 2018. Uh, in the world, we don't fare as well. America are far <laughs> and away the best team. Canada, yeah. Australia, but we'd be up there top 10, I think. Wow. In, at least in women's, we'd be top 10. Uh, mixed, we probably we yeah. don't take it as seriously here. Mm-hmm. And then men's, we like to think we're... Pretty yeah. good. I mean, I haven't been on a national team, unfortunately, but maybe in a couple of years maybe, we'll see. Maybe, yeah. We'll I mean, try. Who would have thought? I mean, Ireland uh, and Northern Ireland yeah. not really good at football, but ultimate <laughs> frisbee. Maybe yeah. <laughs> that's maybe that should be our new mm. national sport. And the club is relatively new. Like, is, is it a new? Did it come from the US? Did it to like has the Queens Club been about for how long? Ten years? Or yeah, I think two thousand. I think I, I asked <laughs> someone who's been here uh, quite a while. I'll just get it up on the phone. Um, I think it's been here about fifteen-ish years. No. The sport was developed in like. I think the 70s or 80s in America. Mm. It's come to Ireland. I know it came to Trinity in 2000 or 1995, um, but okay. it's only like InterVarsity has only started since like 2004 ish, wow, around then, maybe 2003. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be your favourite memory playing either for Queens or for Trinity so um, far? Well, I'd say favourite Trinity memory would be capping them and to an indoor success. Uh, that was great. I'd say Queens was last year when we had won the Division Two. But my team, I don't know how they didn't know, but they didn't realise we were in the game to win Division Two. Okay. Um, <laughs> so after the game, I was there screaming, celebrating. The rest of my team were had very confused looks on their faces. So <laughs> that was that, that was a pretty funny memory, pretty good memory. Yeah. Um, but yeah. You won, and you actually haven't then you won. That was funny. Um, what about then? So, how do I get involved um, with the club? Where do you guys train, and what's the best point of contact? So, at the moment, we're training the PEC four to six. It's been cancelled this week and potentially next week because of the COVID restrictions. Yeah, of but course, uh, yeah. four to six um, in the PEC in the main hall. Um, uh, that's for indoors. Um, hopefully, after Christmas, we'll uh, begin um, outdoor trainings. Um, and I'll put that up on the Facebook group. That's where I'd want uh, probably most people to look is the Facebook group. Um, just look up Queen's Ultimate mm-hmm. uh, Frisbee or uh, look up Belfast Ultimate Frisbee. Whatever page you post on, <laughs> message, I will be the one that will see it. <laughs> so or even just uh, message me on Facebook, Oshin uh, Skinner, that would work, or Instagram, it's the same name. Mm-hmm. Any of those uh, work for me. I think uh, also we're on QUB uh, SU Clubs. You'll also oh, yeah, see. Of course, yeah. That's another okay. outlet to look mm-hmm. at as well. So, um, I mean, any of those, I'll probably be the recipient of all those emails yeah. or messages. So, I yeah. Mean, ha- has like member recruitment this year been, I assume, quite tough with COVID and stuff? It's been tough because I think the best way uh, for for us to recruit people are probably at a fresher stand, explain yeah, to someone, course, yeah. show, them, uh, show them the disc and stuff like that. But um, it hasn't been too bad. I mean, uh, if we didn't have COVID, we'd have a few more people uh, who messed me in the last month would have That's come. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, it's not been too bad. We're hoping to get a few more yeah. uh, after Christmas at least. Um, that'd be great. Um, or even next week. Yeah, definitely. want to come. Well, if anyone's listening, definitely hit up the um, I Actually, there's one thing actually on that. If Unfortunately, PC don't let um, people just land down there. Yeah. Come down. At the moment, you do have to. I have a Google Doc that goes on the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And if you email me, I'll email you the Google Doc, but it does have to be filled out as, uh, for contact and yes. trace um, for PC. Yeah. yeah, of course, that makes sense. 
Well, great. I think I've learned a lot about Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> I had actually no idea what it was going to involve. I thought it was more like, um, what is the Frisbee? It's sort of like golf. Where you like oh, <laughs> I, I, actually, I mean, I could do another talk on Frisbee. There's a club that, I, I mean, I'm not part of the club, but they have started a Frisbee golf in Frisbee Belfast golf. as well. So. Okay, cool. Yeah. Disc golf, disc golf. Disc golf. Okay, cool. Well, um, anyway, we're going to, we have started a new game as part of um, having clubs in, um, in our studio. Um, you guys, as I've said, you're the first club here, so you're the first one to Pleasure. play the game. No um, pressure. <laughs> unfortunately, you're going to, well, you're playing on your own, but I'm sure Lauren and Mark will maybe chip in and try you, and help. You can you. use us as a life, if one, uh, two life lives, <laughs> ask the audience. Not sure we'll be much help, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can try our best. Um, so essentially, the game is a bit like a million pound drop. And for listeners at home, um, there are three baskets in front of Oshin right now, labelled A, B and C. Um, I'm going to ask Oshin uh, a question with three possible answers, A, B or C. And uh, he also has 12 tennis balls in front of him, which he'll then have to place in whichever basket or baskets um, you think is most likely to be the answer. And then after three questions, uh, we'll see how many tennis balls you have left and that number will then go on to our new club leaderboard uh, which will be exciting hopefully when we get it going um, and so then it will hopefully be a bit competitive so as we said like you're going to be setting the benchmark today um, so let's just get started so my first question today um, starts with a, a football question so Northern Ireland played their Euro qualifier last week against Slovakia and unfortunately were knocked out but who knocked them out of the 2016 Euros tournament was it A, Wales, B, Germany, or C, Scotland? So you've got about one minute to... Um, Wait, the last to Euros? Put, yes, in the 2016 Euros um, okay. tournament, who knocked them out? So you've about one minute starting now to distribute your tennis balls. Scotland so, were not the Euros, so it's not them. Oh, okay, you've guessed my red <laughs> Anyway, continue, yes. Who was the other two? Germany? So, Germany and Wales are A and B. So, sorry, A is Wales and B is Germany. Okay, I think Germany automatically qualified, so I want to say it's... So, just, you put whatever where you think... This uh, is with? A is Wales and B is Germany, so it's whichever team... What do you think? Knocked out. <laughs> we can't, um... Can we answer? <laughs> you can give a hint. I mean, it's not Scotland. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got most of the tennis balls going into A at the minute. Oh, like... Yeah, well, it was they were knocked out in the last sixteen. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about the actual. <laughs> Don't know if I yeah, made that any easier or harder. Oh, you made it way harder. <laughs> tournaments so in France. You've yeah, got to wait. You've got to wait ten seconds here, Oshin. Ten. Oh, I've definitely screwed nine, this. Nine, eight, oh, oh, seven, six. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so yeah. So I think the majority is there seven in A and five, five in, B. in B and none in C. You have guessed my red herring. I did throw Scotland in there because they did qualify <laughs> for this year's. Um, in fact, the answer was A. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just need the help. <laughs> so um, uh. if you want to put the five that you're not using, um, put them into the separate oh, okay, basket, yeah, yeah. yes, mm -hmm. so we'll keep that as all the ones we're not using. 
Um, so you've got seven balls left to bring into the next question. Stay away from us. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, and, Lauren and Mark might have thrown Oshie off a little bit. Um, okay, so the next question. The Tokyo Olympics has been postponed this year, but in 2016, Team GB placed second in the medal team, beating their placing in the London Games. But how many gold medals did Team GB win in Rio? Was it A, 22 gold medals, B, 27 gold medals, or C, 31 gold medals? So this one is quite, quite a tough one. And I'll start your time now as well. So, <laughs> so bearing in mind, they placed second. Uh, and they beat previous. And they you beat say? any previous record. So uh, not that you've uh, probably... <laughs> no, been, uh, right. Um, so I wanted to list off what I think they won gold medals in, but she's, I am <laughs> just going to go with... Well, 31, 27. So A is 22, B is 27, and C is 31. So majority in C. And we got moment. nearly, yeah. so if it's sort of a bit of a How many are in B? How, how many rounds are there? There's, There's one question one left after this. Right, so I can still get that script. It's <laughs> 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 pretty embarrassing anyway. So you've got three in B at the minute. No, two in B. Two in B. Two Five and C. Five and C, okay. C's 31, right? C is 31. Yeah, I'm hoping it's 31. B is 27, okay. So five seconds left. Four, three, two, and one. Okay, so I can say the answer was actually B. Oh! Seven. <laughs> so, um, so that's another five gone. So for the last question, um, we have... B, um, we are, sorry, we have two left, um, and that was with B in the last question. So this question, now I'm not, I'm not sure how you fare in golf. Is this, is that a? I um, mean, if it's about the Masters, maybe I'll get that Maybe, one. okay, well, it is about the Masters. So this weekend was the 84th Masters tournament. Dustin Johnson won his first Masters green jacket, but how many under par was he? Was he 18 under par, 20 under par, or 21 under par? So this is twenty. So B is twenty. Yep. He's leaving. He's the balls aren't moving. They're staying where they were. He was definitely at <laughs> twenty going into the eighteenth. I'm afraid I'm of no help in <laughs> this question <laughs> at all. This is, <laughs> this is eighteen, right? It, yes, A is oh, eighteen. So it's, 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 if B or C, I will. Oh, hope. I, it was a record under par score, I believe. Yeah, the record. And, the previous record was eighteen. So I feel like he got, I think he got 20. I'm going to go Okay, B. you're going to stick yeah. with 20. Okay, yeah. don't even have to finish out the time. So I can confirm that it actually was 20. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> so um, Oshin and the Ultimate Frisbee, uh, Frisbee Club set the record for um, our first game. So they have two tennis balls, two is defeat. Um, well done, Oshin. Thank you very Cheers. much. Thank you very much. And, and it was great having you in the studio today. So thank you for joining us. Cheers. Okay, well, I am now here with our second Queen's Club. Um, I'm joined today with the wakeboarders, Becky Patterson and Poppy Griven. It's very great to have you guys here again. Um, as far as I know, you guys were one of the only sports that were operating in the, the guidelines in the last few weeks, although I know you guys have just finished up your season. Um, but it's good to have you. Um, do you guys want to just tell us a bit about yourselves first? Um, Tell us what you study and how you got involved in Queen's Wakeboarding. So, Becky, I'll start with you first. Yeah, sure. Um, so, my name is Becky, obviously. Um, I am in first year and I'm doing marine biology. And I got involved in wakeboarding about 10 weeks ago um, through cool. the Wake Skill at Let's Go Hydro 
which was like outside of Queens. And then through that, people who were at the cable then introduced me to the Queens Club. Cool. Um, Poppy, tell me a bit about you. Um, so I'm Poppy. I'm on my second degree. I'm studying speech and language therapy at Ulster. And I've been part of the wakeboarding club for five years. Wow, okay. She's yeah. a veteran. <laughs> You've been there for a while. <laughs> cool. Um, so I think the main question uh, us guys have, we, we also had the ultimate frisbee and we were also not sure how to play ultimate frisbee. We're also not really sure how to wakeboard. So <laughs> tell us a bit about wakeboarding um, and how does it work? Um, I think we kind of discussed that it's kind of like snowboarding on water. Okay, With cool. lots of ramps. Yes. And then Poppy also thinks skateboarding as well. Yeah, sort of like um, there's two types that you can do. You can do it behind a boat or at a cable, which is what we do. Yeah. And um, behind a boat, you're using the wake to do tricks. Then at a cable, there's loads of obstacles. So it's kind of like a skate park. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's snowboarding, skate park on water. Mm -hmm. Sounds pretty damn cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Obviously, um, we, we've got into winter now, and I suppose in Northern Ireland, wakeboarding's not the best for it to play in winter because yeah. it's obviously going to be freezing. But how, how do you guys compete normally, and, and where, where do you guys train and stuff when the season is going? Yeah, so we train up at Let's Go Hydro, which is in Cardiff. It's mm -hmm. about 20 minutes outside Belfast. Um, we yeah. usually like run competitions with other unis, and... Um, we started a competition called Keltwick probably about six or seven years ago, which runs with the Irish and Scottish uni. Yeah, so cool. um, Belfast hosted it for their second time just in September there, which we were really pleased we were able to do um, following all the COVID guidelines. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And how then did the, the Queen's wakeboarding team fare in the, their second hosting of Keltwick? Mm -hmm. Pretty good, pretty good. So um, we took back the title we won Come this on. year and really? um, got, <laughs> yeah. got quite a few of the guys on the podium, um, including one of the freshers wow, okay. on their that's, beginner that's podium. So we were yeah. quite pleased with that. Cool. Well, then how, how would I get involved in wakeboarding? So I think you guys were chatting to me a bit before about how wakeboarding won't start again until March. So mm. it'll start as a March season. Um, so if I am looking to get involved, what's the best way to get in contact with you guys? Is there like an Instagram or a Facebook page? Or Yeah, so um, our Instagram is at QUB Wake okay. and then on Facebook it's QUB Wakeboard and Water Ski Club. Mm -hmm. And so you can just shoot us a message on either of those and we'll get back to you. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, is there any sort of uh, like social elements to the club? Um, I know I saw on Halloween on your Instagram, you guys were getting a bit funky mm -hmm. and dressing up on yep. the water. Tell us a bit about that. Um, so obviously with the restrictions and stuff over Halloween, it was pretty hard to like actually get out and hang out with people. So for wakeboarding, we all decided we'd dress up in costumes and go on the cable and just have a bit of a laugh. So <laughs> yeah. we had all different costumes. We had chavs, like literally everything you can imagine. Yeah. And we put that like over our wetsuits. So everybody was like wow, soaking okay. by the end of it, but it was really funny. And it was just a good way because wakeboarding is quite individual in terms of like mm. there's not much contact involved. So it was kind of fit into the guidelines. OK, um, we had a great time and made the most of it. Yeah, I mean, it sounded and it looked great as well. Yeah, I actually checked fun. out your Instagram page. Um, it's, it sounds a bit funky. I can just imagine going around on the wakeboarding cable looking like every weird person. Yeah. On the, um, <laughs> and the buses sure, driving past, yeah. like what is going on? I'm sure the buses driving past were, were thinking, wow, that looks pretty cool. Um, 
Well, yeah, that's, that's great. Thank you guys for coming in and chatting. So I actually want to get on to our, our game. So okay. um, we, we started this new game with um, the clubs last, uh, or last week, as in like 30 minutes ago when we were <laughs> chatting to the Ultimate Frisbee. Um, it's a new game with clubs. We just want to um, have a bit of competition. So essentially this game is a bit like the million pound drop. Um, I've already said to our listeners at home, it's there, there's three baskets again in front of uh, Poppy and Becky. They're labelled A, B and C, and they also have 12 tennis balls in front of them again, um, also in the, the very traditional tennis ball colours of blue, orange and purple. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and then I'm going to ask uh, Poppy and Becky three questions, three different questions from the questions I asked Oshin earlier as well. Um, and then you guys will just have to divide the tennis balls into whichever one you think is most likely to be the answer. Okay. Um, We've got this. Yeah, so let's get started. Um, so, ooh, <laughs> um, let's get started. So, on Friday the 13th, a bit spooky, um, was the beginning of the new Autumn Nations Cup. I don't know if you heard it for rugby. Um, England played an impressive performance on the Saturday in the Cup against Georgia managing to prevent Georgia from scoring any points and securing the bonus point. But how many points did England score in the game? So did they score A, 35, B, 40, or C, 45? Oh, so no did you watch it? No. You guys. Not that. Um, Not that really good at this. Um, so you guys have one so, minute. So your one minute starts now. What were the numbers again, sorry? So A is 35, B is 40, and C is 45. Right, I feel like 45 bit high. I'm going to 12, 12 balls. I'd yes, you've got 12, 12 balls. So maybe go, we've seemed to be putting, I'm quite, yeah, maybe go this like, this is a pure guess, yeah, I'm really okay. guessing. as well. Go like five um, and, six and 40, five and 40, six. So most of the men seem to be going into B for 40 points. Did they, did they like three in each of these? Yeah, three in the other two. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You guys happy with that? Um, sure. <laughs> That's it. I think we've committed now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what we've we got? We've got three in A. How many in B? Six. Six. Six, six in B and three in C. Yep. Okay, so I can reveal that the answer was, in fact, B40. Yes. So you're in six in the next question. Get rid of the other other six. Okay. Um, so, yeah, England won 40 nil on Saturday against Georgia, which was... Pretty impressive. Um, oh, this question I think might be a bit of a guess for you guys. It probably oh, wouldn't no. be me if I was in your seat. So, Lewis Hamilton. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. Lewis Hamilton raced an impressive Turkish Grand Prix, starting in sixth place on the grid and finishing in pole position, winning another World Championship this mm -hmm. weekend. How many World Champions has Hamilton now won? Is it A five? B6 or C7. Oh, he's won quite a lot. Oh, they're all very close together, yeah. though. Yes. Um, so, and you've also got one minute. Six. Six, do you think? It's a complete guess. I like. think seven, but I don't know why you I'm think thinking seven. seven. Okay. Well, I just we think divide them between six and seven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but then what if so. oh, but he has five? We're out. Yeah. Um, so we put one and five. Which one are you feeling less? I don't know. <laughs> um, I just think five's too low. Like I feel like Lewis yeah, Hamilton would have more than five. Okay. So at so the minute, how many have we got? We've got three, three in each. Yeah, and just completely forgetting about number five. 
Okay. So we feel more confident with seven. Maybe he just just do it. Okay. Oh. Cool. Okay. Is that your final answers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So in A at the minute, there's none. B, there's two, and C, there's four. Am I right? Yes. Okay. I can tell you that, in fact, you guys are right. It was it was seven. So you bring four balls into the final round. Is yeah, it pretty good here? This is hard to do. Yeah, it's it's looking pretty good here. Oh, so we oh, get rid oh, of oh. them final two. We so have to beat the ultimate frisbee guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting competitive. Uh, yeah, I don't think I said. Austin said a score of two. So you've got to try and get two at least for the. Okay. 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 So the last Spoken. question is now. It's also probably another guess. Oh, so. Goodness. Um, Northern Ireland hosted Slovakia on Thursday night and after mm-hmm. forcing the mm-hmm. game to extra time, unfortunately la- lost after Slovakia scored a goal in what minute in extra time? So, Oh, it was like... Was it the it 92nd minute, the 110th minute or the 116th minute? So I think it's 110. A is, I watched it. A is 92, B is 110 and C is 116. How, many, how, many, how long is extra time? 30 minutes? Yeah. 20 minutes? Yeah, I think well, 30. Well, half it's 30. It was quite near the end. Maybe it was 116. 116 then, or two? no, no, no. Maybe it's 116. Okay, so three. what was it? 110 or 116? So 92, 110, 116. Yeah. So they didn't score 92. Well, if you think 110 is what 20 minutes into extra time, and 116 is 26 minutes into extra time. I think it's. I think it's 116. I think go three and 116. I'm one in 110. Okay. Nice yeah. <laughs> do it. Okay. okay. Is that, so that's your final answer? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I watched this and I swear this yeah. is wrong. We could put that, the four in, see? Oh. oh. But that's a big risk. That's a huge risk. But yeah. then we've beat the ultimate frisbee guy by two instead of one. I know. Or, or you might lose altogether. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, we'll stick with that. We'll stick with okay, that. Okay, 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 okay. So what we've got is we've got none in A, none for the 92nd minute. In B, we have 110, uh, we have one tennis ball, and C, for 116, we have three tennis balls. So I can tell you that the answer was 110 oh, minutes. No. <laughs> so, Unfortunately, the Wake Forest oh, so have Here, just won. So very close. There was a lot of time there. I wasn't sure what way you guys were going to go because you were like close to 116, close to 110. Oh, uh, I'm so annoyed. Uh, oh. No, um, but at least you've got you're on the leaderboard. Um, so the QB Wake Forest go on our wake are oh, onto so our sorry. leaderboard now with one tennis ball. So that looks pretty good. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for coming in again and thank you for having us. Um, thank you. We, we did, um, we have actually had uh, a few technical issues with the wakeboarders, so they have had to come in for us twice now, so we're actually really grateful that they've come in to chat with us. Um, so, yes, thank you very much. Okay, well, it was great to have uh, two Queen's clubs back in. Um, I'm now joined with uh, Lauren and Mark again, who are here as well um, earlier in the show. Um, we were just going to discuss a bit about Northern Ireland. I mean, it was very disappointing this week. I mean, I mentioned it in the questions and Northern Ireland crashed out this week. What are your guys' thoughts on the match and how they played against Slovakia? Yeah, it was a close run thing at the end. It was disappointing to get that goal an extra time. It, was, it didn't seem like the goal was coming when they, they, they got an own goal yeah. from Slovakia. It came mm-hmm. as a surprise, but I had a feeling that 
they weren't in, they were chasing the game a bit. Slovakia did always seem like they were in control. And whilst it would have been great for Northern Ireland, I think if Adam went to penalties, they would have had their chance. But mm. once that goal went in an extra time, it was just the end of it. Like. Yeah, it was really it was. small margins as well. Like, but you could say both of Slovakia's goals came from mistakes. From yeah. the first one, obviously a mix-up between Johnny Evans and George Savile, and then the second one, you sort of it hit off Johnny Evans, yeah, and, Johnny, yeah. and then obviously you sort of question the keeper, Peacock near post. He was he was slow as well. Yeah. yeah, but I think now it's a it's a big ask for Ian Barclay you know it's quite a transitional period for Northern Ireland now obviously a lot of their players are the wrong side of 30 the likes of yeah. Cathcart, Davis, um, Johnny yeah, Evans yeah. they've been linchpins of the team for many years now and you know I think it's time for them to start blotting through some of the younger players. Yeah cause it's that Euro 2016 squad it's maybe the start of the breakup of it it's been such a great squad for Northern Ireland mm. like under Michael O'Neill and yeah. all they've been through but I think maybe more players like Ethan Galbraith and other, he was in the squad, other under-21 players or maybe started getting blooded through a bit more now. Yeah, obviously he made, they were playing last night against Austria and he made a host of changes and there was quite a few impressed. You know, Gavin White came in from the start, did quite well, as well as Daniel Bollard in defence and Northern Ireland obviously have high hopes for him, an Arsenal defender. Yeah. So I think it is now turning to their youth. You know, the under-21s under Barclough were very successful, mm. beating Spain and, you know, they did quite well in qualifications, so I think it is about bringing some of the younger players through. Yeah, I mean, Northern Ireland have experienced so much disappointment recently in football. I mean, obviously the huge one being crashing out of the Euros, but also they haven't been doing particularly well in the Nations League at all in general. I don't think they've won at all yet. And their their best win in the last couple of months was against Bosnia, you know, and yeah. penalties as well. So it it maybe is a sign that it's it's time for young players to start moving up. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I think they're really lacking that striker up front. You know, they've oh, yes. brought boys in. Yeah. Yeah. I have Washington McGinnis, who scored the other night, but I just still think in the attacking sense, yeah. they're always kind of lacking. As yeah. you said, Mark, they were chasing the game against Slovakia mm. for much of it. And I think that is because while they are defensively solid, you know, yeah. when they tend to play a back five, it kind of restricts their forward players and they don't always... Um, look to attack straight away they kind of want to keep it solid and then try yeah. to attack near the end yeah. I think you need to recognise how maybe Northern Ireland have had it so good and so because when I mean, you consider how small like, in such a small pool to draw from they've really overperformed even there yeah. was talk they could have got to the World Cup possibly and they've got to Euros like I'm not saying that they're now in for a lean spell but yeah. it's, they've been this is definitely one of the best periods in recent times in recent yeah. in generation you could probably say you know a dubious decision did yeah. them out of the chance to go to a World Cup yeah. and they came so, so close so against close Slovakia years, and yeah. given their group you know they were in a group with Germany and the Netherlands mm -hmm. obviously that was very tough they put up a good performance against both so mm -hmm. you do have to admire it but you know Michael O'Neill leaving and now loads of these players you know wrong side of 30 as I've said it is um, very much a transitional period yeah. just like the Republic are in at yeah. the moment as well mm -hmm. I mean yeah I mean it was it was such a sad match on Thursday I mean I, I never screamed so loud whenever Northern Ireland scored in you know one of the last minutes and we had we had dodgy wi-fi and we just somehow <laughs> managed to grab the goal and we were screaming around the house so we're like, oh, let's go next time we're gonna bring it to penalties and oh how my head dropped for them how, how my even heart, the johnny know. evans chance at the end you know the one yeah. he had straight at the keeper yeah. you're thinking yeah. this was the yeah. chance to yeah. take it to penalties but it wasn't to be yeah, yeah. it wasn't and to be as we mentioned there, the republic of Ireland, they're not having a great spell either now stephen kenny their new manager mm -hmm. either on their they haven't scored in six games. I think it's the first time that's ever happened. It isn't. Yeah. But he but he's obviously got a lot of COVID problems too, and also 
a lot of young squad as well. Yeah, I just don't think the Republic have the quality that they used to have. Obviously, they had a, a golden generation of such, you know, even at the last Euros, they performed particularly well. But now it's just a downward spiral. You know, the players at his disposable just aren't good enough at the moment. And yeah. Kenny obviously has only come in and needs some time. And, you know, as you said, Mark, the COVID cases, have, yeah. it's just been unfortunate. There's been so many key players ruled out <laughs> yeah. time and time again that he hasn't had a proper squad and time to work with them. Yeah. But at the moment, um, he's trying to get over his ideas, but it hasn't worked so far. It's yeah. mostly same old, same old. Yeah. Last night, Jack Byrne, he was the first League of Ireland player in 35 years. But like, And then Ireland fans aren't, they're really not happy that they've got a player from their own league because they think you know, it used to be Premier League players and now yeah. the, they see that as a sign that things are going back and there's some even more Shamrock Rovers players in the squad now so it's a changed time. Yeah I mean it's definitely like both the Irish teams I mean there's a lot of transition here I mean going from 2016 which is probably the peak of you know (laughs) Irish football north and south um, in the Euros and then now both both teams unfortunately crashing out I mean Republic themselves lost against um, Slovakia in penalties so yeah, I think relegation for both of them from the Nations League won't be that great mm-hmm. for them. I think it might actually benefit them in the long term because obviously when it comes to the next Nations League, they'll be up against lower ranked opposition. And obviously, yeah. you know, it's not a good look for Irish football coming up against lower opposition. But I think in the period that they're in of transition, it might be needed just to build yeah. game time and the players to get again. yeah to get yeah. used to philosophies of the managers. Yeah, it means they won't be like losing week in, week out on it. And they'll actually get to win some games. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, there's a lot happening in Irish football. Um, it is unfortunate with what's happening. COVID affecting sport yet again. What a surprise. Um, and, I mean, hopefully Irish sport and Irish uh, football north and south again, you know, can get back. And hopefully we'll see them in the Euros in 2024, will it be? <laughs> uh, I don't know, with the tournament 2021 next next year. Well, um, it was great chatting to you both again. Um, definitely not uh, an easy chat to have when it's talking about our own team. But um, what a show it's been today. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming again. Uh, thank you to Oshin and Becky and Poppy again coming in from both the Ultimate Frisbee and the Wakeboarding Club. Um, and that's and also a shout out to our lovely tech team. Uh, Dara's behind the mic today. Um, sorry behind the earphones maybe behind the screen (laughs) checking the mics are actually working um so yes thanks to dara and that's all from today's show i hope to see you next week um bye-bye